Alright guys, welcome to episode 62 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I am Ever Castro. And this week we talk about uh, a great movie called Snake Eyes. G.I. <laughs> Joe Origins. And Ever uh-huh. wasn't crazy about it first, but now he's all thumbs up. Um, <laughs> and then I, uh, I talk about Rick and Morty. I'm starting to get back into that. Um, caught back up into it. I talk about Returnal. The, uh, the fucking nonsense that is that story. Um, ever talks about what he's been playing. We talk about uh, the album that happened. The uh, drop that changed the world. <laughs> the drop that changed the world. Whew. I mean, it changed his world because he's doing some sketchy shit now. Um, and, then, and then lastly, <laughs> um, we talk about uh, the NFL's vaccine rules and, you know, why you shouldn't be TJ Ward or, you know, how Cole Beasley's ridiculous outside of even his <laughs> vaccine ideas. But first, start with uh what we've been watching mm-hmm. um so i'll let you take the lead on this one yeah yeah so uh this week i watched um uh snake eyes gi joe origins oh shit and it's um uh, you know it's a i guess it's like an origin it's like a like an origin story but like it doesn't really follow like the previous gi joe movies like I, I think they made like 10 years ago so it's kind of like a yeah origin soft like, reboot i was like what the like I saw this, and I was like, "Why are we still trying to cash in on GI Joe?" Like, yeah, because they made what two of them, and mm-hmm, the first mm-hmm. one had Channing Tatum. Maybe? Yeah, and uh, Marlon Wayans. And I feel like it was. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was. I don't want to say good, but I don't feel like I remember thinking it was like an absolute travesty. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah, it's it, it's um from what I remember, it was just like really goofy, and yeah. like campy, but like. Yeah. Well, I'll explain why in a second, but like I think that's sort of inherent in the material. But this movie is it's like a reboot. It's like you see, you know, Snake Eyes, the nin- the quiet the the ninja who literally never talks gets a backstory mm-hmm. where he you, know, you see like where he came from and what motivated him and what made him become a ninja or like whatever, blah 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 blah. And um I coming out of it I thought it was okay. And as I sat on it or sat, you know, through it and my thoughts about it today I realized that I kind of didn't like it. I, I thought it was, <laughs> I was like, the more I thought about it, I was like, wait, that was so dumb. Like, why did they do that? Like, so mm-hmm. the pros are Henry Golding is a good um, lead actor. Um, he's charming. He's like good looking. He like fills in the action parts uh, really well. Um, and the, so I'm trying to think. If you know anything about G.I. Joe, the guy who's, like, his opposite or, like, his brother or, like, the guy who he's, like, I trust you. And then now we're, no, at the end of the story you go, wait, they're going to be against each other is Storm Shadow, which is, like, the the, the ninja in white, right? Okay. Yeah. And yep, so, okay. yeah, so he does really well. It's, I mean, like, it's, like, that's a spoiler, but who gives a fuck? Um, he, so he's really good, too. So the both of them, that's, like, the, the pros. The cons are kind of every single other thing about it. The action... <laughs> 
so you would think so when when if I were to tell you like hey we're gonna get a GI Joe movie right like right or not just not just GI Joe but like a ninja one right uh, like a Snake Eyes you're gonna be like oh that means you're gonna have a guy who like does action really well you're gonna get the dude that does the raid right right you're gonna get him put the camera steady like but you move it around but you move it with like purpose right right you would be wrong. Do you get somebody who literally just grabs the camera and just shakes it and does the... I was like, I was watching it and I was like, dude, I thought we got rid of this shit like seven or eight years ago, right? <laughs> I thought we stopped doing this after we realized that we couldn't duplicate or nobody could replicate the Bourne movies successfully. So everybody just said, hey, we're going to stop doing that. Like, dude, it makes... Oh. John Wick has been out, right? Atomic <laughs> right. Blonde. Like, the, like, I don't understand. Like, it's like they got this movie this from, like... New. <laughs> this isn't new, right? They, it's, it's like they got this movie from, like, 2010. And they just plucked it out of 2010 and just dropped it into now. Um, the story is, is kind of fine, but it's kind of boring. Like, I find myself being like, okay, well, like... Like, this is, like, just happening. Like, oh, <laughs> to go back to the fighting... So I'm like, they're like, you're going to have three tests. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, I'm, I'm with you, movie, like 20 minutes in. And the first test, you're going to have to combat this guy. And who walks up? The motherfucker from the Raid Redemption, the main tall guy. <laughs> I I perked up. I was like, oh, oh my God. And Sydney was like, who is, who is that? Who is that? I was like, that's the motherfucker from the Raid Redemption. He's about to fuck shit up. <laughs> nope, doesn't get to fuck shit up because the camera does not trust. Oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> um. So the, anyway, so back to the story. Kind of boring. Um. And then I think that the movie's kind of fatal mistake, or the one where I was like, fuck, is actually reminding you that it's a G.I. Joe movie, okay. if that makes any sense. Because, like, I'm watching it, and early on, it's, like, sort of like a dark, like, sort of, um, you know, ninja upcoming uh, revenge story, kind of like, how can I say, like, the first Fast and Furious, right? Like, not like the campy later ones, but, like, the serious sort of, like, ooh, action smooth, ooh, you gotta go undercover, like, that. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, L.A., you know, dark, moody movie. And then with ninjas, right? And you're like, oh, this guy's called Snake Eyes because of, like, this guy who killed his dad and, like, blah, 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 blah. And then it goes, oh, some, something happens. And then the guy goes, we got to call in some help. We got to call in the Joes. And then they, like, talk about, um, what's the main girl? Scarlet. They're like, Scarlet or here. Yeah. Or Scarlet something. And then they're like, who is she? Oh, she's a member of the Joes. An elite counterterrorism. And then they start talking about that Jesus in Christ. Cobra. And so immediately I go, all right, this is like campy shit. And I immediately was like, movie, what are you doing? Because like, like I was saying earlier, like anything J.J. related to me, it might just be me because I'm bringing this into the movie, right. immediately becomes like camp. Like somebody goes, oh, that yeah, guy's a action Joe. figures, bro. <laughs> right. Exactly. I go, somebody goes, Oh, that's a Joe. I'm like, oh, also, I, I, there could not be a less awesome name, right? Like, no, you, could not, right. you could not come up with a more just like, oh, like, God, you could say he's a double O, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm like, oh, that's legit. He's a Joe. I'm like, you mean the word that people use for average? <laughs> yeah, he's a Joe. Oh, God. Or, oh, it's Cobra. And then, like, you just remember, like, the, the Cobra commander with the shiny face. Yeah, I'll catch you next time, Joes. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, And so the movie kind of comes to a complete and total, total halt because, so it does that. Sort to go like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, it's Boy, a G.I. movie. establish a universe here. Like. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't commit to it. So then, it, it, like in the mid-action sequence where Scarlet comes in, she fucks some dudes up, but then she disappears for the whole movie <laughs> until the very end. And so then I'm like, well, then I don't care about her. I know Look, she's you're a either Joe. a Joe movie or you're not. Like, like exactly. Big one. 
And what they should have done should have been, you know, you have the snake guys do his own thing. Don't bring in the Joes at all. And then at the end, you do like a fucking Batman Begins thing where he like looks in his mailbox or he, some, he gets a package and he opens it and he's got like the Joe logo. You're like, oh right. shit, it's like the Joker card. Oh shit. And then you do like a post-credits one where like you discover Cobra and he they like go up at the sh- uh, Storm Shadow and they're like, hey, uh, we heard you don't like snake eyes. Why don't you come join one of us, right? Like that's how you right. do it, right? And then you, the next one's campy. You don't do you don't do one foot in, one foot out. But like I said, like coming out of it, I was like, that was a fine action movie, right? It was like Mortal Kombat, right? right? But then as I sat through today, I'm like, fucking Mortal Kombat had better fight scenes, and we, you and I both thought that that one, they were and like, that's the one thing you failed at, like right, right, you know exactly. I mean? like, you, you had the opportunity to do better, and you chose not to. Yeah, and they were serviceable, but for a movie called Mortal Kombat, you expect, like I said, like we mentioned in our review. Ray Redemption, John Wick, right. Atomic Blonde level action, like shit that people look back and go like, holy shit, how, like how did people do this, right? Right. Um, but overall, I would say skip it, like absolutely skip it. I mean, I would consider myself somebody who always, I, I never say a movie's bad. I always just go, hey, like, you know, every movie has some merit, right? So even if you watch something like Mortal Kombat and we go, hey, the fighting's not great. And the character's a little funky. Uh, you can at least go. Well, you know, what's his guy? What's it, what's the guy's name? Uh, K- um, the Australian guy, Liu Kang. No, Kano. Kano. I can say the guy Kano. Nice camping yeah, performance. Man. He brings the movie comes to life when he's on screen. And then there's like a couple of good kills. When Sub Zero's when Sub Zero's uh, on screen, it's badass. When Scorpion's yes. on screen, it's badass. Everything else kind of just whatever. You yeah, what exactly. I mean? Right, exactly. But this, I can't like, like literally the two things are just the two main actors. Everything else, like I cannot, I cannot say a single other thing that I'm like that was pretty gnarly. That was pretty cool. Also, right. also the movie commits. Like, uh, so I was in the car today, like two hours ago, and I was driving to Marshalls, and I was literally like, so Snake Eyes, the character, he people like him because he's kind of like Boba Fett. You know, they, they project whatever they want onto him because he doesn't right. talk. He's just a silent, cool-ass ninja. That he's, wears an, all black. he's a cool avatar for you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I could be a cool ninja that wears a black. Shwing, shwing, shwing. Yeah. Um, the movie doesn't even do, like, a thing to explain why he doesn't talk. Right? <laughs> so, like... Wait, so he doesn't talk throughout the whole movie either? No, he, he does. But then, at the end, he becomes... Like, so he doesn't wear his, his costume at all. Okay, so, right. Okay. Yeah. So, so at he the talks end, about the movie, but then at the end he becomes Snake Eyes and right. therefore doesn't talk anymore. But they don't give you anything. There's like exactly no, quiet now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like James Bond in Casino Royale, you know he's aggressive, he's an asshole, but he's got a lot of emotion. And at the end he loses this woman that he had come to love, and then that's why he becomes this like cold, hard like man who doesn't care about women and he doesn't like commit to relationships because he's afraid of loss. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like if they did that, but then at the end he. He's like an asshole in the next movie, but they don't explain why he like did that in the first one, you know? Right. So I was like, why didn't they do like I don't know, like he's fighting the main bad guy and he like he get he the guy cuts his throat or something and he like wakes right. up and he realizes he can't talk or, you know, they put in a character that he loves and they kill them and then he vows not to speak until he gets revenge. It's like an right. old tradition or something. But they don't even like that. That's not even a thing. Like if if somebody comes up to you and go, "Hey, what's 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 his, like a category a thing about Snake Eyes?" You go, "He's loyal, he's honorable, and he doesn't talk." Right. So, yeah. like, you're missing a big chunk of the character there when you finish the movie. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not even a, a fucking GI Joe guy, and I've just been going on for this movie for ten minutes. Like, I don't even care about this movie. Anyway, skip it. I'm done with. Cut that shit the fuck off. Cut that shit the fuck off. 
even, even talking about it here, I'm like, when I started, I was like, it was fine. Now I'm like, no, I'll skip this shit. Like, <laughs> I'm pissed off. Anyway, what have you been watching or playing? I'm, I'm done with G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, watching. I've been uh, watching Rick and Morty. Um, nice, nice. Let me, uh, let me look at the list of episodes. Rick and Morty episode list. Because... Oh, never mind. Don't even have to do it. Just remembered. All right. So I watched Pickle Rick, which is a great episode. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's one of those... It, that episode is... God, it's such a weird thing, right? So we've talked about how, like, people will say, like, Brian can't Brian Cranston in Breaking Bad is the good guy, right? Yeah. And it's like, nah, he's just come back. You know what I mean? And, like... Mm-hmm. And, and also, we will look at... Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, right? And they'll say Leonardo DiCaprio's cool. Like, we all love him. And you're like, no, you're supposed to think he's, like, just an absolute piece of dog shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so, with that being said, the other number one answer of that situation is that people love Rick, right? Right. And Rick is smart. He's super talented. But I think at the end of the day, Dan Harmon kind of all, I'm assuming Dan Harmon, um, I actually don't know who's response, like what level of responsibility of writing falls on each person, but either way, mm-hmm. like whoever it is that's writing Rick, I think at the end of the day, writes him to be a giant asshole blatantly and on purpose a lot of the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like to the point, like, but anyways, where I'm going with that is to say like this episode to me is the most, like, I don't know how to explain this. People look at this episode the most and are like, Rick's fucking lit, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then on the other side, this episode is the one that's the most blatant about pointing out that Rick's a giant asshole. Yes, yes. It's yeah, so I think weird. You're so right. And, like, yeah. And, I, and I, they did it on purpose, right? Because the whole episode, Rick is always, like, has the answer to everything, right? But, like, this is the most, like, Rick just murdering things and, like, action hero Rick has ever been in an episode. And Mm -hmm. they immediately throw him into therapy. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, they even knew they were doing it. But the the amount that the audience just does, like, I say the audience, but I'm not, I can't speak for everyone. But based on the popularity of that episode and the rhetoric, rhetoric around it, like, People that knew what was going on were like, oh, look, it's on purpose. But I think a lot of people were just like, ah, Rick was so lit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it's like, like oh, he went on an adventure. He doesn't, have, he doesn't want to go to therapy. But the whole, I mean, the episode, like he says at the end, he's like, he would rather sit there in a, veg- in a, veg- in a vegetable state, literally, like, what did she say? Susan Sarandon says, like, literally vegetating away in a pickle because you would rather do that than do this part of being human that that i think your family would, right she would goes like. she goes you know oh god what is it i'm trying to think how to explain it she 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 calls it work and she was yeah. like some people she, like she's like i don't like to brush my teeth i don't like to wipe my uh, ass wipe my ass or take a shower or blah 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 right yeah but it's work like it's mm-hmm. work that has to be done and and you know some people are okay putting in the work necessary and other people would go to such great lengths to not have to do this work. And that's basically what she says about Rick. It's that, like, you look at the world and all this dumb shit, like going to school, going to work, working a nine-to-five, brushing my... You know what I mean? Like, you look at all these things as, like, medial garbage tasks. 
and you think you're unique because you look at it that way. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like nobody likes doing these things, but like people take the responsibility to do. You know what right. I mean? Like, and you would rather, like you said, literally turn yourself into a vegetable and sit here and almost. Oh, she says sitting is a vegetable covered in rat shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then to just do this work of like going to therapy. You know what right. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think. So, well, two things. One, I think, is more like on the production side. I think this is the first episode where I was like, "Holy shit, they got a budget! Like, they have yes, like, money, right?" When he's like stapling those rats, like I'm like, yeah. "How much time did that take?" <laughs> right. Um. So that's one thing. And then the, the other way thing, we talked about the anime, where we were talking about how like when there's a big fight scene, they close up on the face, like the pencil yes, miles. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, they put all the pencil miles in this episode. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he just like, every last symbol. Yeah, exactly, dude. And then the design and stuff like that's when. I think what is this is is that season three or four season three episode three three. yeah so this is like the first time i was like they got money um and the other thing somebody tweeted out uh recently about this as well where they said you know you literally look up like pickle rick and it's sort of like i think it's a microcosm of the whole show where some people now are like, I can't even watch it. Or like, they're like, I don't like being the same like Rick and Morty fan for the same reason. It's like a J. Cole thing where like, oh, you just have to be certain intelligence to appreciate Rick and Morty. Or like, oh, it's like you're, you're like those kids that, that rushed that McDonald's because they didn't have Szechuan sauce. Oh, That's like, right? Most, yeah, right. I'm like, so, you cocksucker. <laughs> it's like sorry, the, yeah, it's like, like, a, like you pieces of shit, bro. It's like a microcosm, right? Where like people go, oh, Pickle Rick, I'm Pickle Rick. Which, you know, I did too. It's funny. Like, you know, you can still do it, it now. But and there's the so thing, much is there. It is funny. Is funny, but like, there's a difference between the people who stop there and the people who continue to think past that, right? Right, exactly, exactly. And I think, I mean, like, there's the um, people that jump on the counter in a McDonald's and go, Satchel, Marty, right? Um, and just like the show as a whole, there's a lot more there, right? That I right. think repudiates everything that came that that that, that Rick is. And it's funny because like all the stuff that it's the funny the funniest thing to me is that all the stuff that is deep about the show right all the stuff that people wouldn't necessarily get is like actually completely unrelated to like the super abstract scientific stuff most of the time right like because all of that stuff is basically self-contained like he explains it as he goes so it's not like you have to be intelligent as it's happening right like like you just have to know the story it uses high concepts, but, like, it explains them as they go. The part that's, like, you don't necessarily think about or like, what it means about the characters and motives and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what it's saying about this situation and how you feel about life. You know what I mean? Like, that's... But people will be like, you're just not smart enough to get it. And it's like, well, hold on. Like, I get the feeling that a lot of the people that say you're not smart enough to get it are the people not smart enough to get it. Um... Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, Pickle Rick is great. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Did you watch the uh, the very show? next episode? Oh, okay, yep. I this is the last episode I watched. Season three, oh, episode okay. four, is Vindicators three, and oh, <laughs> I fucking good. love that one so much. Israel, what, yes. what, what do I say about it? <laughs> He's like, maybe you know, I just say it's a, a, a super complex uh, situation <laughs> in a totally normal and not anti-Semitic way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, every, he's, like, every, he's like every time he gets drunk he starts talking about this place <laughs> um, uh, in in uh in what way 
Yeah, and um, then, uh, God, what is it? Oh, God, I was gonna, I had something. Noob, noob kills me. Um, God Israel. damn. God damn. <laughs> that kills me, and then there's there was something else I was gonna say. I can't remember what it was. Oh, the part where they're like, uh, our, our third mission, blah, 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 and Ricky, uh, Morty's like, what? Third? What was Vindicators 2? And they're like, yeah, we went and did this. And he's like, you did Vindicators 2 without me? <laughs> he's like so upset. Uh, this, uh, I love the saw bit where he's like, oh, he's going to saw everybody. And he's like, no, I'm not a hack. And then he pulls up on the drunk screen. He's like, you know, everybody's got to figure this out. Or, you know, it's like saw. <laughs> like he specifically says, it's like saw. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just love that. Also, I love how resigned Morty is to all of it right like like he goes they're arguing back and forth and then like in a minute he hasn't finished and he's like he's like the joke is that all of these different things apply to all of you so none of it actually fucking matters because none of you are special and they were like they're like what and he's like every time Rick gets drunk that's what he's trying to tell you is that you're not special and then they just fucking move on <laughs> he's, he's basically like couldn't you have let me have just like one thing you fucking asshole yeah, it's just yeah, exactly. And then he he like he solves all the puzzles like with that same attitude. He's like he's, he's like none of you are fucking special. That's all he's trying to say. It's all he's ever trying to say. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> I love so I'm looking at the episodes as well. Um, so you watched um, the Ricks must be crazy, right? The Which one, one is that the, with the teeny verse and the mini verse? Yep, yep. But I think we talked about that one. Yep, yep. Yeah, that one. That one was great. It's I did... with more steps. Still um, my favorite. Um, I don't know why. Like, there's something about the Get Swifty episode that's pretty good, but like, it's not necessarily Get Swifty. It's like there's just a bunch of little things to be like, mm. show me what you got. <laughs> like, it's just it's, the design of all of it. Oh, the like, religion, the fake religion. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could, just because they don't know what's going on because they're like in another place. They, so, like, making they it tie up a from... bunch of balloons to a guy, cut it, he starts to float in the air, and yeah. the heads are like. Boo! To Rick's like performance, that. and they're like, "Oh my god!" And they try to like pull him back down. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that, that's I like that angle of it. Um, I'm looking at the list. Like, I, I season three, like they are. This is these are like some good ones. Like uh, in a couple episodes, you got, well, you got the the Vindicators. The next one is the one where him and Jerry go to that world where you can't die. Um, what is rest and relaxation? I don't know. I don't know that I've... This might be the most up-to-date I've ever been. Like, I don't know if I even finished season three, so... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice, nice. So you're going to get one in a couple episodes um, where they go to uh, the... Uh, like, it's about the... I don't want to spoil it, but they deal with a lot of Mortys and a lot of Ricks, and that is, like, a top three episode for me, where okay. I'm like, holy shit, how do they pull this off? Oh, wait, and, all right. So I haven't seen this episode, but this has something to do with the iPad, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I never saw the episode, but I've obviously seen bits and pieces of like it. But I, I don't actually under I don't know what goes on. Right. I just know there's a bad Morty, basically. Yeah. I yeah. think, mm-hmm. and that's all I've gotten. Then and I remember they're... thinking that I remember thinking that people were like, "This is going to have greater implications for the show going forward." And I don't know if that ever panned out, but I feel like I remember people like theorizing that like. Kind of like how when South Park went from just being dick jokes to having like long drawn out arcs over a season, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I I got the feeling when that episode happened, people were like, "Oh shit!" Like that's gonna happen with Rick and Morty now. Like we're gonna take the step of like going through this story and figuring it out. And I don't know if that mm-hmm. ever actually panned out or not, but like I definitely remember <laughs> feeling that way. There is one coming up 
where, well, I want to wait for you. It's episode nine that I think okay. I haven't rewatched, but I haven't had a chance to. Where you kind of go and you go like, man, these people are fucked up because. <laughs> So, do you mind if I tell you, or you know, just watch it? We'll talk about it. Yeah, I'll get I'll yeah. get to it before we record yeah. this week. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, cool, cool. So, um, just just Rick and Morty, or I see you got a, a little bit more of Returnal. Okay, so son, let me explain. I'm I'm not gonna go into it because I actually got into it with a guy at my work. Like I, he has hadn't played the game. So, but like, I only have one other friend that has this game and has played it. And the thing is, I'm not done yet. I'm extremely close. And it's like, the best way I can explain it is, like, so so the problem is, is that I feel like, it, all right, there's a 1,000 piece puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, the puzzle is designed so that you have 996 pieces around the outside. And then in the center, there's just like, you know, one or four big pieces, just like, bam! Like, fit in and fill in, like, 95% of the picture, right? Mm. So, as I've been playing this game, I'm getting, like, all these little bits of information, right? And I'm starting to piece all these different things together. But, like, at the end of the day, I still have no fucking clue what's in the center, right? I have all these little threads, like, pointing towards the center, and they're all connecting in all these crazy different ways. Mm -hmm. But, like, I have no idea what the fuck is... Like, there's a couple options it could be, I think... But it wouldn't surprise me if what I end up getting the answer to is none of those, right? Like, I, like I'm so close to the end, and I feel like it's gonna hit me with just like a bombshell, and I, everything's gonna be like, my head's gonna fucking explode. So, like, I'm not gonna get into it here because I tried to like explain it to a guy at work, and it ended up taking like 30 minutes. Um, and he was super into it because it's super interesting. But like, just to the extent that like this thing has me like all fucking confused, right? Mm-hmm. You're on an alien planet, you're there's this like death and rebirth theme uh there's some parts of the ship logs um that talk about like the ship logs are just like general conversations between celine and like other people since she's off planet you know what i mean like it's like a chat like back with home base basically Mm -hmm. also the level she is off planet is the most like they like the mission was to get to the edge of the universe and then go beyond it and see what's out there. And she crashes on a planet that's beyond the edge of, like, our universe or whatever, our galaxy or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, how she's communicating doesn't fucking matter. But, like, it, it's, like, <laughs> these super basic conversations. And then there's, like, there's some of it that references, like, Greek mythology randomly. Like, there's... A, there's One of them, though, one of the ship logs is, like, in case of failure. And it's, like, what the president... I, I, I'm sure this... I don't know if this information is out there, but I doubt it. But it's, like, what the president had written to say if um, uh, the men on the moon landing, like, were unable to come back. You know what I mean? Like, if they landed safely but weren't mm-hmm. able to come back, like, yeah. what his speech would be. So, like, that... You're like, oh, look, I'm, they never come back. And then the, it talks about Greek mythology some, right? And so, like, the... So, like, the first boss's name is Frike. Which doesn't mean anything to me. The second boss's name is Ixion, which like I only know from Final Fantasy games, so it doesn't necessarily ring a bell for me. Third boss's name is Nemesis, doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. The fourth boss's name is Kronos, and I was like, hold on, that's Greek. That's Greek mythology for sure. That's yeah. the Titan. And so when you get into the fucking second half, like all the logs, she starts sounding mentally hilarious as family <laughs> 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 say. She's off her fucking rocker. Um, and like. 
then I then I was like, oh, and I looked up Frike, right? So uh-huh. I'm like doing a dive online. I'm like, Frike is like a uh, like it's I want to say like the god of terror. Like I don't think it's like I don't think she's necessarily a god, but it's uh-huh. like she is the one responsible for the feeling of terror or trebles. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh fuck, now like and then Ixion is like a Greek god who does a different thing. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm trying to piece it all together now. And then I remembered that like. There's one time they mention her mom's name, and it's Thea. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Thea is the mother of Zeus, along with Cronus, who's the father of Zeus. And then I was like, that fourth boss's name is Cronus. And I'm like, she randomly mentions in, like, two levels before that, like, she could never play the piano as good as her dad. And this this thing labeled Cronus, which is Zeus's dad, her mom's Thea, he, the boss, when you first see him, is playing a giant organ, and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, this is... You're like, like Charlie? Yeah, no, but listen, it goes further. Then you, like, fight these couple bosses. Bro, at one point, like, level three, she offhandedly says, seasons don't fear the Reaper, right? And I'm like, Blue Oyster Cult? Like, what the fuck? Like, why are we... Don't fear the Reaper? And I'm like, I mean, I guess it's spooky, so whatever, but, like, don't fear the Reaper. So then you get a cutscene that either A is exactly what you expected or B completely flipped everything backwards and you're confused. Like, I'm still not sure what I saw. Like, a character that I thought was Celine's mom in the cutscene looks exactly like Celine. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, is that because it is Celine or is it just because her mom would look like her and this is a flashback? You know what I mean? Like, no fucking clue. Um... The song Don't Fear the Reapers playing in the cutscene. And I'm like, oh, that's where it's coming from. And then I fucking Googled Blue Oyster Cult, right? And Mm -hmm. the symbol on all their fucking albums is the symbol for Jupiter, which is Kronos in Greek. And I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck is happening right now? I'm like at work on my lunch break, like fucking three screens open, looking up Greek (laughs) mythology, Blue Oyster Cult, Returnal, like, trying to fucking piece it all together like a psycho. And the thing is, is like, like I said, I have all these threads. There's a chance, this is a, it's not a spoiler, because I don't know, but it is a spoiler, because, like, I'm making a giant reach here, but I don't know what else it was trying to show me. Spoiler for the next 10 seconds. I feel like this bitch might have pushed her mom downstairs and killed her in a wheelchair. I don't know. Like, like I'm so confused. Like, and so the thing is, like I said, I have all these thousand threads all pieced together, right? Like, I can, I can draw lines to all of them. But the center picture of, like, what actually fucking happened is blank. Like, I'm like, and I unlocked an item. You, you find a... There's a thing that's significant to the story right before the boss, the last boss, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you like, it's there and you can't do anything with it. You kill the boss, you get the cutscene I talked about earlier, and then credits. But then there's, like, obviously more stuff to do. Because you couldn't go back to the first half with some of the tools you had. But, like, based on what I've seen, I know that some of those tools can be used in the first half. So I'm like, ah, oh, there's more. You're giving me mm-hmm. this fake first ending bullshit. So, like, I go back, find some things, and then, like, it has ended with the keys to that item. Like, I, I found it, and then, like, I got another cutscene, and that cutscene ends with her picking up keys for the item before the last boss. So now I'm like, I have to go kill that fucking last boss again. Like, now, now I have to go back and open this <laughs> thing to figure out what the fuck is going on. Uh, and, I see, I love that kind of stuff where, like, not, not just in, in this, in, like, in, in video games, but, like, in TV shows where I think 
you have the opportunity to look into it more, but it doesn't. You don't need it, right? Like right. it's like uh, like Lost. I loved Lost because, like, yes, sometimes it was, it was a little too convoluted, but sometimes you know, a story would make sense. But then if you look up like this dude's name, you go, oh, that's the philosopher. Like, oh, that's the... right. Right. Like it gives you like backstory and stuff. Same thing with Game of Thrones and stuff. And it, it's a complete. It, I think there's a difference between that and what we were talking about a couple weeks ago, where like I don't have to fucking read this to get this right. Like I shouldn't have to right. get this book to have it make sense, right? Like then you're asking me to do too much homework. It's like um. Oh my god, it's in the tip of my tongue. Oh, West Westworld season two, where like I had to have a podcast and like follow along in the Reddit for the story to make sense. It's like I don't, I shouldn't need that. It should only be complimentary to it. And I feel like that's right. what this is. Where like the, the, you could watch Eternal and not know all this, but you knowing this like sort of makes it a more fulfilling experience. Right. Like all it's giving me is extra Easter eggs and clues. Like it. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on. Here's the deal. If this mm-hmm. ending completely fucking drops the ball, then I might have to take this back. But at this point, like. It has given me a million clues and Easter eggs and like, th- like, cl- uh, like lines of thought to think about. And if it gives me a solid ending, at the end of the day, those things would have only enhanced my experience, and I will still have all the answers by the time I'm finished, even if I had looked up nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you're talking about. But yeah. like, dog, blue, you brought blue oystercle into this successfully, and also the song "Don't Fear the Reaper" is talking about how like. You'll first of all, it's talking about like how you know you can be together forever after you die. Um, but then, like, apparently at the time it was released, people thought the second verse was like idealizing suicide. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a part where you think suicide might come into play, but the second thing is that like she's in a cycle where every time she dies, she comes back, which means like life after death, you know what I mean? Like, together forever with the things there. Also, mm-hmm. you want to hear the most fucking obvious one that I literally did not put together. Here's a good example. You ever seen, uh, what's the movie with fucking, uh, I can't, Anna Kendrick? What's the The super popular one. And, uh. Pitch Perfect? Yep, Pitch Perfect. At one point in there, she mentions, like, they're like, how how did you know Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? And she goes, like, Vader means father in German. Like, I I got it. (laughs) He was, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. I never knew that. (laughs) So, like, this was the most, like, version of that that I should have known. And I don't understand what it means, but her name is Selene, which is means the moon, and the ship she crashed in on is named Helios, which means the sun. And I'm like, why? How are these two related? But like, it never even popped in my head until like last night at like 10 p.m. I was like, oh fuck, they're like, why are they opposites? And the thing is, she refers to the ship like it's a living thing, a bunch. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like. <laughs> but like anyways they piece together like blue oyster coal and then like what are the chances that mm. the symbol that blue i found that offhandedly i just looked up what don't fear the reaper was about and it was like their symbol chronos for jupiter i was like are, are you fucking kidding me right now <laughs> this sounds like um also like that game control that i was playing a couple yeah. months ago it's like that where like i think if i would have i didn't but I think, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that are, like, little Easter egg-y, like, oh, like, this item of power is, like, a fridge, and you can look up, like, they found this fridge based on this or that, or, like, you know, the the design in this room is based on the design of this or that, you know, I feel like it's it's a similar sort of um, Easter egg-packed experience. And you know what the craziest part about all this is, to me? Hmm. This game is made by House Marquee, is the studio that dropped it. House Marquee is most known for an amazing, no bullshit, 
amazing PS4 game mm-hmm. called Resogun, which is basically a just extremely well executed 3D Galaga. Like it's the most mm. not no story. It's just you fly a ship around, you shoot things, and you save people. Like it's it's the most basic. There's no fucking story. Like that's what they're known for is that game. And then they're like, hey, Sony, you think you want to buy us? And then we can just put together, like, this incredible fucking, like, <laughs> twist and turns M. Night Shyamalan-ass story. And they're uh, like, you think you can do that? And they're like, fuck it. And they nailed it so far. Like I said, there's a chance that this ending just completely shits the bed. And then I'm like, well, now I, now I feel like I was taken for a ride. Like, but the ride ended with me flying off a cliff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, the thing is, if you're going to have a bunch of twists and turns, you kind of have to stick to the ending. You know what I mean? Like, if your whole yeah. thing is predicated on, like, what does it all mean? Then, like, the answer needs to be, like, kind of there. You know what I mean? Or at least right. easily interpreted in one way or another. Um, so, that's, that. it could fuck it up. But, right, based on how they've done everything so far, I think it will be very good. And I'm very excited to good, go good, do good. that. Now, yeah, I, like I said, I think that those are the most fulfilling types of... Of video games, of movies, of TV shows where, you know, the person can come in, play it, get get what you need out of it, but if there's more there, then you can dig it, and you can spend hours on it, you can read about it, you can learn more about, not just the game, but, like, other stuff as well, so I think that, it, it, it shows that there was care put into it, but then also it doesn't, it doesn't show that it's like, no, we have to jam-pack it, everything to the gills, everything has to revert back to something, if you don't read the fucking encyclopedia, you're gonna be lost, like, right. Right, like this is. I think this is the best sort of uh, packed uh, mm-hmm. video game making, or you know, eventually you know, filmmaking as well. Also, I think you sent me a thing where uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Jacob. Oh, Jacob Jelly. Yeah, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, you, you sent it to me, and you're like, he was like, Return was like one of the most amazing stories, and like, I want to go back to see if he actually talks about the story anywhere. But like, I'm like, I'm not done, and I don't want to like. Yeah, that's I wanna, how I was I, with um, I was it? I was I was doing that with something. Shit, uh, not a TV show. It was something where, like, I want to go, I wanted to look up, like, videos on it, and I was like, but I haven't played it. Oh, it was Days Gone, because I like Days Gone. Well, I'll talk about it in a little bit for just a short bit, but I was like, I want to see if they have an Honest Game trailer, because I love those. But then right. I was like, I don't want to get spoiled on anything, so. My problem right now is that, like, I want to talk about the information I currently have, which is, like, one step before the ending. And now that the game's been out a while, I don't think I can find that, right? Like, I'm either going to find the explanation of everything mm. or, like, be like spoiling intro, things for other people who just started. Right, right? like an like, intro, so like, like, hey, don't, uh, you know, if you haven't played it, skip this part, you know? Yeah, so I have the one friend who's playing it, and he's, like, a step behind. Like, he just found, he just got the end credits. And then, like, between the end credits and where I'm about to go... You collect these pieces and you get like one more piece of information. And and this thing seems pretty final, the thing I'm at. Like it, there's a chance there'll be another fucking mystery waiting for me at the end, but it seems like this is going to have the answers. Like he's in between and I'm like I told him, I was like, I'm just not going to fucking play this game until you get to where I'm at, because I need to talk to somebody, but like I don't want to finish it before you get there, because then you're gonna want to talk to me and I'm gonna know. Like mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm just stopping. <laughs> But it's uh, it's it's very solid. So sorry I droned on about that for fucking like twenty minutes. But... No, no, it's good. You know, no, it's it, it, like if this is something that's like, like I said, you know, where it's exciting, you're like, holy shit, like this connects back to this, or can this connects back to that, then I think it's totally worth it. And like, 
worthy of of discussion. Yeah, so just for recap, uh, Returnal, the PS5 game, uh, on an alien planet, uh, killing monsters, uh, Blue Oyster Cult, and Greek mythology. Like, that, that somehow <laughs> all those are together. Um, and then, uh, so you wanted to talk about Days Gone, though? Yeah, yeah, just super quick, a couple minutes before we move on to the next topic. I started Days Gone, and so it's a video game that was on the PS4, right? Did you ever play it by any chance? No, I did not. It is currently one of the games that I think is just, like, free for everybody that owns a PS5 with PlayStation Plus. Ooh, oh, cool. I, I You know, there's, I... That, like, there's that Plus collection, and it's, like, 20 games that are, like, deemed essential. And it's, like, God of War, Days Gone is on there. You oh, know what yes. I mean? It's Last of yep. Us 2, I think, might actually be on there. Yeah, um, so I think that's how I got it for free. But um, so I started it, and I knew, I knew what it was. And it's like a biker, and there's like a zombie outbreak, and like I'd seen some stuff for it before. And when it first started, I was like, well, I had come off. <clears throat> excuse me, I had come off of The Last of Us Two, right? And so I'm right. playing this game, and it's like open world, and like I'm killing the zombies, and I'm like, oh, this animation isn't very good. Like when you shoot them in the head, it doesn't explode. Right? There's not the right. detail there, right? Like I'm like, this looks a little ugh, but. Um, I've kind of turned around on it. It's like a mix between Fallout and The Last of Us, where like okay. you're like in this open world. I think like it looks like it's like Colorado or like the Western. Like oh no, it's Oregon. I think it's Oregon or Washington, and it's like you know woods and stuff. And like, but it's been it's completely overrun with zombies. And um, you know, you just go go around doing missions, and you turn like there's like a main story, but you can do like side missions, and you can like you can like you know. Um, liberate small like gas stations and stuff of zombies and like shit like that, right? But it's actually really uh, good and it's actually kind of freaky sometimes um, because you'll be walking, just driving or driving your motorcycle, and then a zombie will just jump out at you and stuff, which is is pretty cool. But mm-hmm. I think the best thing that this game has going is the zombie crowds, because um, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll be driving. And then you'll, like, turn or go around a corner, around a mountain, and then there's just, like, hundreds of zombies. Just, like, right. they're just, like, waves. And they all just, like, swarm you like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there's, like, you can fast travel to liberate, like, camps. Mm-hmm. And so I fast traveled to one, and I'm, like, I'd done one before, but it was, like, three or four zombies, killed them, and then I, like, you know, liberated the camp, got some supplies, whatever. And so I, like, fast travel there. And so I, like, pop up, like, right outside. I'm like, oh, cool. There's, like, a few zombies over there. Let me go around the back. And, like, I go around the back. And, like, I turn on my, my bicycle, get off my bicycle and, like, you know, walk over there. And then a fucking, like, it's, like, a bridge is above it. And then, like, um, a train cart has an open mm-hmm. door. Dude, like, a wave of zombies mm-hmm. just, like, falls out. Just, like, it looks like the World War Z. And I'm like, oh, let's get back on the bike. Get back on the bike. And, like, I get on the bike. I just get too swarmed. It was terrifying. <laughs> And so, um, I'm only a few hours in, like five or six, I think, around right now. So, I'm barely getting my grasps, or getting my, my 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 bearings around the area, and, like, how to use the guns, and, like, getting my weapons and stuff. So, it reminds me of Fallout in that manner, where, like, Fallout early on, like, you don't have shit, dude. Like, you're... Right. Barely yeah, you're like, you're like how, how many things can I kill with this BB gun? <laughs> exactly. It, it's, like, the barest of games. But then, like, after a few dozen hours, you pretty much, by the end, you're, like... You're God, right? Right, like and it's have... not it, it go and it's not just that you're God. You're like outlandishly God. You're like I'm in a full body armor powered suit, like with uh, like powered by like a nuclear reactor, nuclear, with yep, like yep. a chainsaw that like 
electrocutes and burns things in one hand yeah. and like a I got, shotgun that like I got an alien blaster bitch kills you in yeah. one shot disintegrates you you know I'm blowing up megaton with like a fucking nuke like I don't care right yeah. and so I'm I'm not I know that that's eventually where I'll get where I'll have like machine guns and traps and I'll be able to kill giant just fucking waves of them right but I'm oh. not there yet so um so right now well kind of like Horizon Zero Dawn where early on like I was getting killed by a fucking watcher or like you know the small creatures right. Go so, back to Fallout, though. The number one equivalent of that is, I don't know if you ever, if this happened to you. How much Fallout did you play? Like, uh, I, I played three a lot. Okay. A lot, a lot. The first time a Deathclaw came after you, oh, bro. Oh, God, dude. Get oh. me the fuck oh, out of here. Jesus like, Christ. <laughs> I actually stopped playing New Vegas. I played a little bit of New Vegas, but uh-huh. I stopped playing it because that one has just, like, way too many Deathclaws. And I wasn't <laughs> getting, I, I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to get, like, I wasn't getting a good bearing on it. So, but three... Yeah, the first time you play, you find one in three, you're like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. But then by the end, I'm just like, pop one. Yeah, it's just pick, another one. Claw, you just like kneecap it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pop, pop, bitch. Let me use my rad, you know, or whatever the little computer thing is. Yeah. Shoot you in the head, shoot you in the dick, shoot your legs, <laughs> you know, shoot your legs off, you know, pop, 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 shoot your ass. Like, it doesn't matter, right? Like, um, so I'm not there yet. And so I feel like eventually when I'm there, I'm going to be like, this game's awesome. But so, you know, I'm just getting started. I, I'm sure I'll have way more to talk about it. Um, but I'm also realizing that because I left it on hard, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be playing this game for a long oh, no. time because I feel like I'm barely scratching the surface and I'm already, like I said, six hours in. And so, right. and the, the, the saving mechanism is a little janky because it, it's weird where it, where it chooses to give you save points. So like I was doing something and I thought that I had, you know, reached a new town or done something. And so I died. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to be right outside the camp. It literally shot me back across the map like 15 minutes earlier. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, dude, like, oh, fuck <laughs> you. So this one isn't one like where like, you know, every few minutes it's saving. It's like you have to actively, you know, make a, make it a point. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's, he's gone for now. I'll talk about it way, way more later on once I finish it or once I feel like I'm, you know, a zombie god who can destroy mm-hmm. stuff like Fallout. Sounds good. Yep. Um, so, uh, we need to talk about that big ass album drop. <laughs> <laughs> that shit oh blew up God. in our face. <laughs> Dude, like, I literally, well, I, I, see, so I would have thought he's going to delay it. Well, Kanye West album, you know, well, to, you know, to some people, you know, to summarize it, he was, it said he was going to, he said he was going to release an album last Friday. And we talked about it last episode. Oh, it'll come out tonight. You know, we'll talk about it next week. We'll all have listened to it. Blah, 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 blah. And so he has that listening party in Atlanta and then he doesn't release it. Um, And so I I, I guess I just never thought he wasn't not going to release it because he literally had a commercial during during the NBA finals that said Donda releases Friday. Right, <laughs> and so I was like, "Well, he's must he there must be some sort of ironclad thing. Like, he, you can't just put that on a commercial and then like not do it." Right. I wonder how poorly that fucking listening party went. Like, people I mean, had to just be like, "This album's dog shit." And he was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" <laughs> at least the one. I mean, do you, you remember record? the one he had at Madison Square Garden for the Life of Pablo? I do not. So he had one that was like that right before the Life of Pablo, and he but that one was different because well, a it was like Madison Square Garden is smaller. It's much more intimate. 
well, as intimate as a fucking arena can be, but he had, like, all the people behind him, and he had Kid Cudi there, and they were doing, you know, the Father of Fish My Hands, and they were dancing and stuff, yeah. and it was him, and Pusha T was there, and they're all dancing, he's got, like, he's got the, the, the black hat with the red shirt, and he's like, let's right. go, you know, whatever, right? This one was, like, him in front of, it was, like, the football, the football field, but the football field wasn't there, so it was just, like, dirt. And then he was in the middle, and he was just walking around with lights, playing. So he he's not even singing the songs. He's just playing them off of something recorded, too. Right. I can't imagine how awkward it was just to, like, stand there and, like, oh, cool, music. and. <laughs> but, but, That's you know, cool, Kanye. This is weird Kanye. at all. <laughs> yeah, because at least with the concert, you know, if, if, if I were to go to Kanye West's uh, uh, con- like, uh, listening party, right, and he was just in the middle just walking around, but he played, like, graduation at least i would know the songs and i could be like oh well we're in here with graduation fans like you know like this sounds amazing like right like right but this is like you don't even know the music you're just there like i you don't know the music the The guy has no emotion you're just fucking like it's like what the fuck am i doing here right right and so then you know the hilarity that came out of him not releasing it is that apparently now he just has a room at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where he just hangs out. And... Which is insane. This shit <laughs> looks like a fucking prison cell, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that tweet. I, I, I don't know if I sent it to you. It was like, he, somebody said, he looks like he's living like a uh, Scandinavian serial killer serving his three-year sentence. Because <laughs> it's just like a bed and like shoes and stuff. And... and then also, that picture of him walking... He was spotted during like... Uh, I love that no. word. It's spotted. Well, he was spotted. <laughs> like he's a he's like a like a deer. <laughs> he basically was because it was like an Atlanta United like uh, soccer game, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's spotted. I still think is the correct word. Um, wandering around, but like he's not even. It's not even like he's watching the game. Like the picture is literally him looking at his phone. He is wearing the poofiest red poofy jacket you could possibly have. So it's got to be hotter than a bitch. Because the person behind him in the frame, like, they're all wearing t-shirts and tank tops. So it's obviously hot. And, like, he's in, like, this thick-ass winter jacket. Red leather pants, it looks like, maybe. And, like, you know how he's wearing a mask. And I don't mean a mask like a Halloween mask. And I don't mean a mask like Kanye mask, right? Because when I say Kanye's wearing a mask, you're going to immediately go to those, like, Concerts, right? right He's running right. like the diamond crusted mask. I'm talking about this man put like a pantyhose on a his panty- head. He looked, and, yeah, he looks like those like bank robbers from like, yeah, the like 90s the dumb movies. bank robbers where like yeah. they're like, we need a pantyhose, and it's like not even like the right one to like block their face. It's the wor- and I'm like, what is happening? What would you do if you turned next to you at the middle of a random game and saw Kanye like that? Because like normally I'd be like, oh hey Kanye, like blah, 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 big fan, blah, blah. but like. You see him walking around like that, you'd be terrified. I'd be, you'd be like, like, "What the fuck is going you'd like, on?" You'd be like, "He's mentally unstable." <laughs> it would be like that fucking the veep, the nervously laughing, like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. There was a tweet I just found it where, like, um, you know, he posted the picture of his room. Yeah. And it has a clock on the wall, mm-hmm. and the clock has the reflection of the overhead, like, what are the fluorescent light bulbs? Mm-hmm. And it looks like the number, the minutes are whited out, but it's just the reflection. 
Mm-hmm. And so somebody responded to the tweet, and they were like, <clears throat> "I love the tape on the minutes on the clock. Only the wall, only the hour is exposed. That's some smart, productive guy trick." And then somebody replied and said, "You a little slow. I like that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would that even mean? Like, exactly. Like, like the trick. I'm just like, I don't then, know what minutes it is. Yeah, exactly. Hours. So, somebody zoomed in on it, and it's like clearly like it's just the fact that the fluorescent light is reflecting off of the clock and blocking the minutes yeah jesus christ that's amazing uh Oof, like some sort of yeah and then up. yeah somebody said he looks, he's like the phantom of the opera it's like, yeah someone's, he's like wandering the stadium like the phantom of the opera it's like Oof. the ultimate death what is it or uh divorce guy energy yeah. of like just like you're just moving yourself into an arena out while meanwhile like kim's like a lawyer and she's like <laughs> fucking partying in la and new york and stuff and he's over here like Taking residency instead of an NFL. What happens? What happens? Is he there next month? Like, what happens when the NFL comes? Is he just gonna be hanging around the Falcons? Like, like... also, the, I was just on the radio this morning. They were like, "What even? Like, I wouldn't. Regardless of even like how much money you had, I don't feel like I would have been like, can I set up like a room in a stadium? I'd be like, what? Like." In Atlanta, I mean, like in Atlanta, like I love Atlanta. Like Atlanta, Atlanta's fun, right? But why, why wouldn't you do that, like in LA? Well, here's the deal. Either way, like why get a hotel room? Like why are you getting oh, a you, room inside a stadium? You like, can, like, like you can live like at the at the the, the five starriest five star hotel in Atlanta with like the penthouse at the top that looks like fucking Las Vegas. Why like, do you want to? Like, at the Atlanta Falcon Stadium. Here's the deal. It'd be one thing, like, like it's completely empty in there a lot. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like there's events every day at that stadium, I wouldn't think. You know what I mean? Like, like there's got to be times just wandering around the stadium. Like, oh, look. someone was also like, does he just have keys to the stadium now? Like, if he needs <laughs> so to leave in like, the middle of the night, does yeah. he just, like, unlock the door, walk out? Like, make sure you lock up when you leave. I was oh, just going to say <laughs> I was just gonna say I was like, yeah. The, the last janitor was like, "All right, Kanye, we'll just lock up behind you if you get if you head out to get some snacks at the Seven Eleven." Just lock up behind you at the fucking Mercedes Benz Stadium. Get out of here, bro. It's just it, the key is just one giant Mercedes Benz like clicker button. <laughs> the, all the lights in the stadium just flicker like. <laughs> all right, it's locked up. Oh, it's just so ridiculous. So then now, like. It's so interesting. Well, uh, now does this become like you know, it never gets released, and, or he does like a Wu Tang, you know, one print of the album gets sold to one person type thing. Like I, I don't see this becoming. If if I had to place a bet, I think right now I would say it's fifty one percent that some weird shit happens with it, where he scraps the whole thing, he redoes most of it, he sells it to one person, he puts it on the moon. You know, he you know, makes it into a USB and puts it up his ass to, <laughs> like, an actual Spotify, Apple Music CD release. It's 5149 that something funky happens to it, then not. All right, but the other... I, 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 I don't know if I would go that high, but, like, regardless of even that, it can't bode well for your album if you're pushing it back the day before it releases. Like, like, less than a week after a listening party. Yeah. Like, there's also, for someone as 
previously meticulous as like Kanye, where it felt like he like had this grand reasoning for everything he did. Like, this can't be a good sign for that album. Like, this album is not going to be very good. I like I feel much more strongly now than I did before that this album is not going to pan out well. Yeah, because like. So, on Thursday, when they were having the listening party, somebody tweeted out something like, oh, he did a rap, he did a line about Giannis, or he did, like, you know, something, 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 dropping, like, Giannis or something. Mm -hmm. And that's when I knew that I had, that's when you knew, yeah, fucked up. Because that's (laughs) when I knew. You shouldn't be rapping about that just yet. That this should be, this should have been lyrics in the books a while ago. Exactly. Exactly. And so, like, you know, Twisted Fantasy Kanye does not do this. He has a line three months ago. And then he puts it through a bunch of things, but, he, I, I, you know, it, it's concrete. It's done. It's in the books, right? Right. And when it starts to get shitty, like with The Life of Pablo, where he's constantly updating it, he something happens where he it's, he just, like, like spirals. And he it's yeah. never ready. It's never done. It's, like, he just keeps changing and changing and changing and changing. And it's, like, because it's not something bad. It's not, like, him doing something bad. It's just him changing music. We're, like, yeah, sure, keep doing it. But it's, like, this isn't healthy. Like, you're tweaking it for a reason. Right. But... Yeah, but I, 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 mean, I hope it does come out. I hope I'm wrong, and it's it, you know it actually just come out like normal music, and you know we get to listen to it, um, especially because apparently there's like a Jay Z verse or line or something. Oh, so, okay. um, but who knows? But yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. My money is on it being released, but not anytime soon. I, I think there's a chance to get released in like the next two weeks, but it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be a bad album. Um, you might get like one or two standout songs, but I think it's going to majority of it be bad, which is like if we're if talking he has about one ghost town, I'll be happy. It, the problem is though, is if we're talking about even the Kanye you and I like, right? Mm-hmm. The one album he names Donda being like a fucking terrible ass album is just not good. Like, like it's just like. <laughs> It's such a failure on, like, everything, right? Like, because the thing is, is, like, even as someone who's probably more willing to find a reason um, for Kanye to be the way he is because of, you know, how we felt about his early albums, the one thing everyone points to, and that, like, even the naysayers would say, like, I get it, it just went too far, is that, like, he was, like, super affected by the death of his mother, Donna West. And then for this, like, for this to be the album where, like, all this crazy shit's happening and it's just not working out and you're being super fucking weird and this is going to be the one you name after, it's like, this is going to be... Like, I'm going to feel bad if it's bad. Like, I'm not going to lie to you and say it's good, but, like, if it's bad, I'm going to just be like, mm, that's a fucking bummer. <laughs> like, like you, <laughs> you should have renamed this Fuck. album before you dropped it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's fucking rough. Um, yeah. But yeah, my man's walking around the fucking stadium at night by himself in a fucking mask. <laughs> uh, so, um, lastly, I guess we'll go over this just super quick. Yeah. Um, the NFL's, uh, you know, season's going forward, and uh, it seems like, you know, not a lot of people are getting vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, like, so, you know, and then... They and they're also bunch- aggressively not getting vaccinated, too. Yeah, like... It's so not just like, most- like, like... Yeah, they're like... You Sam know, Darnold, like, Sam Darnold was like, eh, and like people were like, come the fuck on, like you, there's enough information out there, there ain't no fuck uh, anymore. But now people are like, why the fuck would I ever get vaccinated? Like, they're like, I'm, I'm a professional athlete, I'm super uh, vigilant 
about what I put on my body. Meanwhile, like, three months later, they're going to be like, you tested positive for illegal substance. And they're going to be like, I didn't know that was what was in the substance. (laughs) (laughs) And not just that, but like, so, you know, the NFL had those rules that came out or they came out with this memo where they were like, you know, if you, if your team has an outbreak and they cannot compete, you will forfeit a game. Right. Right. And not just that, but like neither team will get paid. You'll get a win, but you won't get paid. And so, and they're like aggressive. They're like, look, and then if you do that, you'll get, like you know, um, fine like fifteen thousand dollars and shit. Right. So it's basically like get back like any basically everything up close up to basically saying like you gotta be vaccinated. Right. Um, and of course people didn't take that well. Well, what about our freedoms? Or I think DeAndre Hopkins was like, oh man, like I can't believe there'd be a day when I wouldn't even think about you know playing in the NFL or retiring and stuff. And it's like oh, Jesus Christ, man. Like what the fuck is wrong with people? Exactly. Or and then fucking Dak. He's like, "Hey Dak, are you vaccinated? Like, right? Because you had COVID. I think he was he had COVID last year." And he was like, "Uh, I believe that uh, that's a HIPAA violation." Asking me about that, like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. And then uh, the most aggressive is fucking Cole Beasley, who's like turned out to just be a wild piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but there was a tweet. He said, uh. God, what is it? Someone said, um, someone said, Beasley has undeniably been a force on the field, but his ignorance and selfishness off the field is intolerable. He's become an embarrassing distraction, and the Bills would be wise to let him go at this point. Cole Beasley responds, says, yes, cutting arguably the best slot receiver in the league is wise. Bro, what's more ridiculous? The way he feels about the vaccine or the fact that he thinks he's one of the best slot options in the whole fucking league. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You're delusional on so many levels. Ratio this, bitch. Oh, my God. And the Dragonfly Jones says, been on Twitter long enough to know that we're going to be circling back to this tweet with, what are you going to do, stab me? Man who was stabbed. <laughs> oh, God. I, I'm going to bookmark it just so that I can do that when, oh, whenever they do cut his ass. Um, and then, did, did you see the stuff TJ Ward? I think he plays for the Broncos said last night. No, I did not. So, Ron Rivera, you know, he had cancer last year. That's that's the other thing I put on here. Just uh, before we get into the TJ Ward thing, just because the Ron Rivera thing's relevant. What kind of dickhead do you have to be to be on that team and not vaccinated? You have to be just such an undeniably... Like, even out... Here's the deal. Regardless... I think I think everyone who's refusing to get vaccinated at this point is basically a dickhead. But there's one more level on top of that if you're the guy playing for Ron Rivera. Like, hey, you are you now even more so a dickhead. Like, now you're a dickhead outside of politics. You're just like a straight-up just giant human piece of filth. Like, he had cancer, and he came back from it. And, like, yeah, from what I... I don't know of any players that dislike Ron Rivera. And it's like, this dude who's, like... Kind of well-liked, even if you don't think he's a great coach, he's just kind of well-liked and well-respected to a certain degree. It's like coming back to coach after having beaten cancer, but with a, you know, a um, weaker immune system. And people are like, nope, not going to get vaccinated. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like, like, right? Just... Like, that, like, oh, my God. 
like, and they're all like, my coach, my coach, I follow my coach anywhere, blah, 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 but then they won't do this shit. And then TJ Ward, he plays for the Broncos, he tweeted about, or he, like, responded to an article about it, about mm-hmm. Ron Rivera, and he basically said that he was like, you know, why should we have to pay for your life decisions, coach? Like, he basically was saying that Ron fuck? Rivera chose to have cancer and that he shouldn't be held responsible for that. Holy shit, I didn't see that. That's yeah. just fucking atrocious. That is like a all-time worst. So like um Bleacher Report, Gridiron, they have like a tweet or they have tweets <laughs> about about the the what can I say like the um the article basically saying you know he's frustrated, you know, you know, he's immune deficient, like he wishes that more of them had it or you know vaccinated and then teacher ward responded just park the riverboat his health is beyond that of just covid maybe it's time to let it go and then he replied to himself and said don't blame the players for your lifelong health decisions what the fuck i guess he's saying like that he like you shouldn't I guess coach anymore because shouldn't coach anymore because he has cancer he's like don't blame us because you're still wanting to coach because you're you still have wanting cancer. to do your job after cancer Right, I just, like your, I just not just like like your career, your life passion. Right. Also, I just sent you a tweet. I just because I went to look for the TJ Ward thing and saw this tweet. Yes, I sent you a exactly. Messenger. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he probably <laughs> thinks he like <laughs> he like Ron Rivera wanted to put his family through all of that. Just you know, like put them through, through like the pain of cancer and like that's something that he chose to do. Oh no. Someone pointed Scott. Here's another one. It says TJ Ward's Wikipedia page right now, and it says Arizona Cardinals. And then after that, it says clown career. On July 27, 2021, TJ became a certified clown. He used his Twitter account to accuse Ron Rivera of choosing to get cancer. His CTE diagnosis came shortly after. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Ugh. Like, like, just so it's like two levels of asshole, right? Because he doesn't even play for them. So you can be an asshole being on the on the Washington football team and not doing that, knowing that you are in small rooms with this man who ha- is immune deficient, who is your coach, right? And, and who's like also level. not like I said. I, the import, I do think it's slightly important to point that like he's kind of well respected. It's not like it's fucking Tom Coughlin and people are like this guy's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like it's not. Right. I don't get that feeling from anybody. Right, like the man is so well loved that when the Panthers had to fire, like, so two the things. The Panthers and, and, fired him, and he came. Uh, like, if he came back right now, they'd be like, "We love you, Rob." Like, even maybe not right. even as a coach, but like they're like fans still like Ron Rivera. You know? Yeah, well, yeah, they fired him, and then he had like a going away press conference, and he like had him around the building a bunch afterward. Like, they basically were like, "Well, like." They were like, we it's not working for you as a coach, but we love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, that's how much, like, usually they'll be like, all right, coach, you're done. And then you, they just, like, slowly push you out the side door, right? Because they're like, all right, well, don't steal anything. But they literally were like, eh, like, um, <coughs> excuse me. They were like, oh, you know, we'll keep you around for a little bit longer because we respect you that much. And then you have to be a giant dickhead and then do this. That's just so insane, right? Like, just... God, bro. Like, what the fuck is going on here? The, uh, so much of it just does not make sense. Like, uh, I just don't get it. I'm, like, at such a loss. Like, nothing... People... I have a friend that was like, you know, I think we just need to better educate these people. And I was like, it has nothing to do with education. Because... All of the information is out there, and the information they are choosing are, is information from, like, 
not respected, not sourced, not sources. Like, like they're going out of their way to avoid the information that is readily available and, and like, backed, right? You know what right. I mean? Like, right. that, that's legitimate. They're going out of their way to avoid that. And he was like, I just, it's hard for me to believe that, like, all of these people are, like, beyond saving. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. And, and then, like, where, I, like, it was just like, I don't know how to argue with you. Like, I, I can't say for sure that there's no amount of education that will ever fix this. But, like, I also don't see anything that would prove that more education is going to help solve this issue. Right. Because, like, like, it's all out there. Exactly. The NFL is bringing in, like, top scientists around the world to try and convince people. And they're like, I don't know. I heard Tucker Carlson on the radio. <laughs> yeah, I heard of the Facebook. My, you know, my mom said that the aliens are, you know, whatever. And it's like, I know, like, it's, you know. It's like a completely different battle now, right? Where, like, before, it was like, hey, you know, maintain distance, wear a mask, do all these things because we're buying time, right? Because right. every death, while well, well, before we, everybody has the vaccine or it's readily available, any death before that or, like, you know, when we have the vaccines, it's just a matter of getting them out. It's a tragedy because it's like, we, had just, people, we just had to buy time. There were people that were doing everything right that they possibly could and still weren't making it. Exactly. That's the issue. We're buying time. But then now we're at a point where, like, we're not buying time anymore. Like, we don't... Like, it's there, right? right. And the people that are dying now, it's tragedy because it, it's right there. Like... Right. So, like, it, it breaks my brain that, you know, 99% of the people in the hospital yeah, now like are vaccinated. It's like 90... I think the one I read last, and it could be different from the one you read, but it was... I, mine was, I think it was, like, 95% um, of deaths... Current, like from COVID, currently are of unvaccinated people. Like, like the vaccinated are largely. Like, there are still vaccinated people dying, but like it, it's it's much 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 less. And so, like, out of like all these deaths, like it's just people choosing not to get vaccinated because there's right. nowhere where it's like hard to find now. Right. Exactly. You, I could walk into a Walgreens three minutes from my house, and yeah. they have it. Right? North and even Carolina if is at 35%, you... by the way. Fully vaccinated? Yeah, 35%, I think. It might be 35% with the first shot. It might well, not even well, be fully vaccinated. Oh my God. I mean, I hope it's higher than that because that's like insanely low. Oh, but... well, the number one state in the country is 70. So I think we're in... Is it Vermont? The... Yes, it is. Yeah. California's yeah, so at like 52. New York's at like 55. Yeah, and like you need to like... I, just, I don't know, but like... I. I literally, like, you know, they, well, I'm trying to think, like, they had that thing where it was like, you know, if you get your vaccination here in North Carolina, you might be eligible to enter in a $1 million, whatever, whatever, right? Right. Just give everybody 100 bucks who gets vaccinated over the next 24 hours. Right. Like, that's it. Like, people, like, you, like, I, like, me, like, me as a person with a job, right, an apartment, and, like, just, like, living, like, a normal life. If you told me you have to do this thing and we will give you a hundred dollars, which is like it's not nothing, but it's not gonna change my life, but it will, you know, it's gas money, it's it's food right. for the week, right? If you told me I'm giving there's an option of either entering this thing where you might win a million or doing a thing that's definitely gonna give me a hundred, I would choose to do the one with a hundred. Right. I mean that's just, maybe some other people will go for a million, but I if somebody was like, do this thing, takes ten minutes, you might feel a little bit tired afterward, one hundred bucks, fuck yeah, dude. 
Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, dude, I'll do that. I'll donate blood if they give me 20 bucks. I do do that. I donate blood and they give me 20 bucks. And and that thing makes me tired. Mm-hmm. And I have to get fucking pricked in the arm. But it's like, you know, it's 20 bucks. It's gas money. Like, I'm not, not going to do that. You think I'm not going to do that for 100 bucks? And But so, the, the thing is, is it's not, like, it's not about that for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like, right? it's turned I mean, into at this a point, whole it's separate like, issue. At this point, I'm like, at least those, I mean, at least a chunk of them, I mean, a chunk, like, even if like five percent of them switch, that's five percent for that we didn't have before. Especially if ninety five aren't going to do anything, regardless. Right. It's so, just like I, uh, I don't fucking get it. I mean, the the shitty part is that like in my head, like Julian and Miles are not vaccinated. It is not approved for them, and so like it doesn't affect kids the same way. You know what I mean? But, like, there's still right. a part of me that's like, I swear to God, if anything ever happens, like, it's gonna, like, I'm, I mean, obviously I'll be distraught, but it's like, it's such an avoidable thing, right? Like, right. now at this point, like, just... Now at this point, right? Like, it, it, people in other countries are waiting hours and hours. Like, I, there was an article that was like, if you want to get a vaccine... It's still not available in Africa in most places. Right. Like, they can't get it. They, yeah. Australia, which was like, you know, the one that was like... Look at this. Australia is the beacon of thing. They're having concerts this summer because they, you know, they got the thing yeah. or whatever. Now they're back in lockdown until God knows when because they don't have vaccines. And now they're back on the we're buying time to get vaccine stage. Right. We're past that. This policy is different. We have we're like somebody was tweeting about how like we're fighting a war now that isn't the same war that we were fighting last year. This is new policy, new, new, new combat that needs a new policy. We can't just be like, we're going to lock everything down with masks because that's not it anymore. The, 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 the villain now, the enemy now is still Delta. It's still coronavirus and it's still COVID. But it's figuring out how to get people to just get fucking vaccinated. And it's so frustrating. It, it, it I mean, I'm sure you'll relate, but it feels ultimately like telling a toddler to put their shoes on. Yeah. Right? And it's like, please put your shoes on. Please put your shoes on. You gotta go. And like, no, no, the shoe. You're like, oh my god, please. Yeah, and then just... and then people are like, well, I'm not doing it specifically because you told me to put it on. I'm like, god. Exactly. It's like a yeah. It's like a child. It's like a toddler mixed with an asshole. <laughs> right. Like, <sighs> it's that shitty little kid. Like you know what I mean? It's the one that nobody likes. It's that one kid that every adult's like, oh, you want to fuck you up. Like, right. Like, exactly. It's like like look at their parents. You're like, oh, it's you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it all, it all makes sense now. Um, but, like, yeah, it's fucking frustrating. Um, and, and like like you said, it's like, it, what's the reason for it now? Why are people choosing to just be like, yeah, fuck it. If it gets me, it gets me. Like, why? Why Why does that even have to Especially be? Especially if you're not vaccinated. And this one's worse. Like, like I don't understand. Like, Also, people are so willing to just blatantly lie about shit. That's, like, frustrating. I remember I was at work, and something came up about it. And, like... But it wasn't even about it. It was it was about the flu shot. And this guy was like, yeah, I, I don't get the flu shot. And I was like, why? It's, oh, it's because it was for our insurance. They were coming in, they do, like, um... They did, like, this biometric scan. And, and while yeah. they were there, they would give you the flu shot if you hadn't already had one. And, like... Right. Everyone, every single person, including me, opted out of the flu shot. The difference is I opted out of the flu shot because I had already had it fucking two weeks ago. So, like, everyone else, though, was like, no, I don't get flu shots. And one dude was like, I don't get flu shots because I have, like, three or four different people in my family that have ended up paralyzed after flu shots. And I was like, (laughs) you're fucking lying, bro. There's no way. Like, I Googled it, and it was like... One 
and like a million people get paralyzed after a flu shot because of a weird reaction their body has, but it's temporary. And this dude told me that like three or four people in his family are permanently paralyzed. And you're like, Tyler, or you're you, like, or no, yeah, Tyler, you're like, and like what, am I su- what am I supposed to say? What if, as me, the person who knows you're blatantly lying to my face, how do I respond to that? Like, no, they didn't. Because the thing is, you're going to be like, well, then how are you going to tell me about my family? And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, like I'm like, I'm not saying I know your family better than you do. I'm saying that you're blatantly lying to my face. <laughs> right. And it's like, I don't know what to say to you. And it's like, I, that's not true. And like, I know that's not a fact. Like, I remember <laughs> even before Corona, there was a girl, she came up, they were doing the same thing at my, at my old job. You know, you would, mm-hmm. they would come in, you would pull up your arm, you would get, get, get right there. You wouldn't have to go anywhere. You just do it now. I, usually, I, I But I the same. I do mine early. I go to Walgreens. They yep. free with the insurance. There's a Walgreens right next to my house. That's like where yeah. I go to get my flu shot. Right. You just go and you just do it. Right. And so then um, this, we were in like our little area pod. She comes over and we're like, hey, Jordan. Like, well, fuck it. Who cares? You're like, hey, Jordan. <laughs> um, they're having the flu shots. Are you going? You know, my friend Crystal, she's going. Barbara, our older boss, she's going. Are you going? And she's like, nah, I never get the flu shot. And I'm like, well, why not? And then she goes, well, I've never had the flu, and I've never had the flu shot. And I was like, oh, well, that's because of herd immunity. So, like, and I explained to her, it's like, imagine, like, a diamond, and you and I are on opposite ends, and then the two people between us, they had their vaccinated. I have the flu, but then the two people between us, they don't get the vaccine. They have the vaccines, and so it's sort of, the buck stops at them, right. and they sort of protect you because of their immunity. Right. And she just goes, stops and goes, oh, well, I'm still not going to get it. And I'm like, I just explained to you in English, in a simple way that you can understand why you should do it, how it works, and how it protects people. And you chose to say, no, not interested. There was a guy guy in one of my group chats that was like, I don't get the flu vaccine because I always feel worse after... I don't get the flu shot because I always feel worse after the flu shot than I've ever felt like being sick before. Like, I always react worse to a flu shot than, like, any other sickness I've ever had. And I was like, you understand that that means you, more than anybody, should get the flu shot. Because if the actual fucking flu showed up, you'd just be dead. Like, it like fuck you up. The, the fact that the something. flu shot is fucking you up means that you need it more than anybody. Like, like because when the flu shows up... The first thing he's doing is kicking you straight in the testicles. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. And it's just like, so, like, how do you argue with these people? You right. just fucking and so, and, jo- and the girl in my job, that, the woman in my job, she was somebody who I would consider isn't a dummy. Like, not in any way. And yet, that's who, that's her reaction. And so, just imagine that dumber multiplied by millions Bro, in Among Us. That's been amongst, my... Amongst us. That's one of my things is that, like, I... I don't I don't know if this is going to come off as like tooting my own horn but it's like I'm not trying to. But like if I were to rate my own intelligence, right? I would rate it at probably a 6 and a half out of 10. Because I've met too many people that are just like and I've seen too many people, I've read too many people that are just infinitely smarter than I would like ever think of being. And I'm like, "Oh, so like I would consider myself above average if we're calling average 5." But I'm clearly not like an eight or nine. So I'm like, I'm probably like six and a half. But then like I think about me being six and a half. That means there's so many people that are so much. Like there are people who are ones. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> and like, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can wrap it up with this George Carlin quote, you know, what he would say, he used to say, you know, think about how smart the average person is and realize that half of the world is dumber than them. <laughs> right. And then that's, that's how you end up with us. That's how you end up with people uh, with a disease that's just out here killing like hundreds and thousands of people. They're like, fuck, it'll take my chances. Like, like yeah. why? Yeah. It before it was, be <laughs> yeah, before it was, you know, a tragedy and cruel because like you said, people were protecting it and were protecting themselves and they still got it in past. Now it's just cruel, a tragedy and dumb. Yeah. It's just un- unabashedly dumb. Um, so my parting word for this podcast is go get fucking vaccinated. Please. And not just you. Tell a friend. And don't, and that's the thing, don't be an asshole about it. I mean, we're kind of being jerks about it right now, but it's more like, more like, not asshole, but just like bewilderment, right? Yeah. I feel like you and I are both like, the con- <sighs> I can't get past the confusion. Like, it's, it's just like, oh, I'm over here like a Pokemon, bro. Like, I hurt myself in confusion right now. That like, old, I just don't exactly, get that it. old. That old internet Jackie Chan meme where he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Like, so we're not being assholes, but you know, I've heard, you know, don't be an asshole about it. Just explain to them. Hopefully they'll react better than to the woman that I explained the flu vaccine to. Hopefully they'll be like, actually, you know what, you're right, 99%. That's pretty high. So, <sighs> but yeah, go get vaccinated. Go get I vaccinated. I feel like everybody that is, is, is either has made up their mind in either direction, but yeah, um, you know, it would be nice. Um, you know, don't be TJ Ward. Uh, right. <laughs> so uh, that's the episode uh, for the week. Um, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at TMoneyBags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. And if you want to catch us directly at Different Animals Podcast, uh, you can email us directly at DiffAnimalsPod or email us at DifferentAnimalsPodcast at gmail.com. I fuck that up, but everyone knows what I'm trying to say. Um, as usual stay safe stay entertained and we will catch you guys next week peace see ya